What is going on, everybody, and welcome back to the greatest combat sports and culture show in the entire universe, The Fight Podcast. This is episode 356 of the show. We're going to go ahead and recap Canelo Triple G3 as well as UFC Vegas 60 in 10 minutes or less. I hope you guys have a fantastic weekend, and please, please, please make a make sure to go out there and like, share, and subscribe to this video as well as many others that we have on the Fight Podcast YouTube page. If you like what you hear here, you can go ahead and follow us. We have podcasting everywhere podcasting is available. All right, let's go ahead and jump into it. This past weekend was a fantastic weekend in the world of combat sports. Not only did we have a really, honestly, solid UFC fight night card, but we also had one of the biggest boxing events of the year. Um, anytime the person who I still deem as the number one pound for pound boxer in the world, Canelo Alvarez boxes, we have to sit there and, and, and watch. Not only was he boxing this past week, it was Mexican Independence Day, it's Hispanic Heritage Month, and he went out there and had the trilogy fight against Triple G. So we're going to go ahead and start with that before we go ahead and jump into the UFC because the UFC fight was a lot of fun as well. Um, but we have to say this, this fight, a lot of people thought so many things. And even on this show right here, we even talked about what we expected to see. And I'll be very honest with you. What we saw was, I think, what a lot of people truly anticipated. You have a 40-year-old Triple G who has absolutely lost a step and a Canelo Alvarez who is still in the midst of his prime. Um, the scorecards of this fight ended up going as follows. 116-112 by one judge and 115-113 by two. Hearing that, it sounds like the fight was a very highly contested close fight, which at the end of the day, people would have, you know, it, it would have went right in line with the rest of the show. It would have went right in line with the, with the first and second matchup. So if you hear it and you didn't watch the fight, it makes sense. Oh, damn, they had another close fight. But Canelo finally pulled it off. Look, man, I'm telling you guys straight up, that's not what it was. Boxing has a legitimate issue when it comes to judging. Because between you and I, guys, I had this fight at 118-110. I could not give Gennady Golovkin any more than two rounds. I gave him the ninth round and then maybe 10, maybe 11. But those are the only runs. Three rounds tops you can go ahead and give Gennady Golovkin. And for those who are saying, and I've heard a lot of people in a lot of different you know, media outlets talking about this matchup and saying that you have one fighter um, specifically in the winter of his career and the other one who is in the autumn. Um, it, it, it is ridiculous when you look at somebody who, like Canelo Alvarez, who is the definition of a fighting champion. He is somebody who has gone out here time and time again and bought over, especially, let's think about the last four years. He's done, only people he has actually competed against have been champions. He hasn't had gimme fights. He hasn't had, you know, maybe somebody here or there. No, he has consistently fought the best of the best. So all of this nonsense that we sit there, we think about, we look at in comparison, we think we're like, oh, why isn't he fighting David Benavidez? Why isn't he fighting so-and-so? Why is he fighting this person or that person? People, he's fought everybody. He's dared to be great. He literally claimed out a weight class. He beat all the champions. And it's not like he went out there and any of those belts were given to him. He went out there and absolutely earned those belts. So we need to put respect on that man's name. He's still the number one pound-for-pound pound boxer in the world. But the fight itself, look, man, I, I had Canelo winning the first eight rounds. And I, I'll be honest with you, I had him winning those rounds really, really easily. 
Canelo was landing big shots. And you can tell he said he was going out there for a knockout. And that's exactly what he went out there and was trying to do. Landed big hooks, landed big shots. And it seems like he started slowing down towards the middle, towards the end of the fight. Come to find out, going into the fight, Canelo had a broken hand. Therefore, he wasn't able to finish him. Now, for those who are saying that, oh, he couldn't finish a 40-year-old Gennady Golovkin, you're supposed to go out there and finish him. Gennady Golovkin is still a champion. Gennady Golovkin is still a highly skilled athlete. To sit there and think just because somebody's older, all of a sudden you're supposed to run through them and they don't have any power or anything else coming back the other way, you're sorely mistaken. And not only are you sorely mistaken, you're, you're not taking into account how great these athletes are. And also you're not taking into account that people are not always there to get knocked out. If you don't want to get knocked out, you can avoid it, especially if you're a veteran in the game. Canelo went out there, put on a masterful performance, proved that he's still the number one pound-for-pound boxer in the world. And what's next for Canelo? Look, he says he wants Dimitri Bivol. I don't need him to fight Bivol again, but if that's what he wants, he can go ahead and do that. Yes, I would love to see him fight David Benavidez. Yes, I would like to see him fight some of the other guys in a weight class because if we look at it, if we're looking at, uh, at 175, light heavyweight, that is not his best weight class. 168, Canelo Alvarez is arguably the GOAT at that weight class, okay? He is arguably the GOAT of that weight class, and he's running through everybody. Um, but all in all, I loved it. Uh, the card itself, honestly, wasn't as good as a lot of things people wanted. I mean, Bam uh, Rodriguez fought on this card as well, ended up getting unanimous decision victory. I think people expected him to perform a little bit better. But again, his opponent wasn't there to lose. His opponent was there to win and put on a great show. Big win for Bam Rodriguez, one of the best at 115 pounds. You absolutely, If you haven't seen him, it, he's, he fights like a Mexican Vasily Lomachenko. It's beautiful to watch. You need to check it out. All right. Moving right along, we had the UFC. UFC Vegas 60 um, was a fantastic, fun card. And I think a lot of us really were looking forward to it because of, honestly, I mean, the, some of the star power that was on this card. We had Corey Sandhagen on this card, um, and, he, and he was fighting Song Yudong. And it was a fight that I think it was a crossroads fight for Corey Sandhagen. Corey Sandhagen is a guy who has only lost to the elite of the elite. He lost to TJ Dillashaw. He lost um, to Pierre Dion. He lost to the champion, Aljermaine Sterling. So when we see it, this was one of those fights that, yo, can this dude who everybody believes is going to end up being champion one day, is he really that guy? And this fight was one of those fights that were going to prove it. We had a 10-ranked song who was coming in here and wanting to go for a win. And you know what? At the beginning of this fight, it was a very highly contested fight, really close. And then out of nowhere, second round, Corey Sanhagen, who doesn't have knockout power? He doesn't. He knocks people out from his movement, misdirection, exploding into them, but doesn't have those that type of power with his hands. He keeps his activity up. He ends up wearing you down. And he also, it, it's death by a thousand cuts, literally and figuratively when it comes to, to Corey Sanhagen. He was able to go out there in that second round land a beautiful up elbow that sliced open uh, Song. And to be very honest with you guys, that was the reason the fight ended up being stopped in the fourth round. The judges came in, said he can't date anymore. This cut is too gnarly of a cut. And look, it was. It was a to totally ugly cut. It happened in the fourth round. But Corey goes out there and gets it. He ends up beating uh, Song Yidong, um, TKO, Dr. Stoppage, fourth round. Fantastic fight. Great win for score Corey Sanhagen. Um, in terms of Song, man, this was a win-win, 
okay? He goes out there, he competes against the best, and at the end of the day, I feel like I'm talking about pro wrestling. He still looks strong. He still looks strong because the only reason he really lost, well, not the only reason. Obviously, Corey was doing his thing, but he still looked like a contender. He's only 24 years old. He is somebody that I look at really well coached over there, alpha male with um, with Uriah, Fa Uriah Faber. This kid, before he is 30 years old, I truly believe has all the capabilities to win a title at the Shark Tank. My absolute favorite weight class, uh, Bantamweight. All right, also on this card, which we have to talk about, the fight of the night. Come on. Chitty Njikwani, one of my all-time favorites. He and his brother I am a huge fan of. They've been on the show. I love those guys. And they were fighting Gregory Rodriguez. This was a fucking barn burner. Chitty, right at the very beginning, lands a, a flush knee when Gregory was trying to change the levels, landed right in the middle of the eyes, right in between the eyes, and the cut was so deep. The cut was so deep that you can see Gregory's artery. Wildest, gnarly thing. I'm not pulling it up on the show because that's the last thing I want to do for you guys. But he withstands that, <laughs> this judge, on some there will be blood. That dude was a savage. He did not stop the fight in between the second round where it absolutely should have been stopped in that round. Um, in the between the first and second round, but regardless, second round, Gregory Rodriguez goes out there like a bat out of hell. Minute 27 left in the round, goes out there and stops Chitty Njukwani via KO. Amazing, amazing win. Also, winner on this card, Andre Touchy Feely gets a big win. Joe Fiverr gets a big win. Um, those were some other ones. Fluffy Hernandez also gets a big win. Damon Jackson wins. Trevin Giles wins. My favorite on this card. Luma Lukbumi, she is a Thai fighter who has transitioned over. She beat Denise Gomez, who is very, very good, might I add, via um, unanimous decision. Look out for her. She's a straw weight. I absolutely adore. I adore when we actually get Thai fighters who are able to translate in, legitimate Thai fighters translate into um, MMA. I love it. She is going to be a legitimate problem in this weight class. But look. With that being said, we look at our stopwatches. Yo, it's, it's been about 10 minutes. It's been 10 minutes. We have made it. We have recapped um, UFC, UFC Vegas 60 and Canelo um, Triple G3 in 10 minutes or so or less. And um, with that being said, thank you guys so much for watching. Make sure you check, like, share, and subscribe to this video as well as our channel. Um, listen to the Fight Podcast everywhere podcasting is available. Apple, Google Play, Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher. Check us out everywhere. You can also, also uh, thefightpodcast.com. Um, and very, we have merch. Please, please, please go out there and check out our merch. Etsy.com slash shop slash thefightpodshop. Uh, check us out there. Everything is champion brand. Everything is made in America, US of A. Go ahead and check us out. All right. Um, with that being said, that is about all the time we have for today. Love you guys. Thank you so much for watching. I am your host, Serge Vicente, the greatest combat sports and culture show in the entire universe, The Fight Podcast. This has been episode 356 of the show. We will see you guys next time right here on The Fight Podcast. Peace. Mm -hmm.